everybody. This is Mikey. And this is Corporal Hicks. And this is the official ABP Galaxy podcast. Numero five, correct? Yes, I think so. I lost track a while ago. I, I believe it's five. If not, I'm sorry. Now, um, I'm afraid Mikey's outnumbered today. Um, we've got two lovely British accents to, to assault the American. <laughs> with me, we have Andrew David Clark, or ADC, as he goes by online. Hey there, Andrew. Hey, hey, there. Or um, oh, shall I go by ADC? I'm, I'm never sure with you. ADC's fine. Everybody calls me ADC, so that's that's cool. Right. Now, um, you should have seen him on the forum. He uh, tends to be sticking around the news um, threads at the moment, um, but we'll get into why he's here and why he's sticking around there um, in a bit. So, Mikey, do you want to crack on and lead us into it? So this is a little tradition of ours. We usually ask our guests uh, to tell us um, what helps you fall in love with the franchise, maybe the Alien one preferably. Um, I know Hicks already knows the whole story for you, but I don't, and I'm sure our listeners don't know anything. So what got you into this franchise? Uh, yeah, well, okay. Um, it was Alien. I saw Alien when I was 11 years old. Um, I saw it at school, funnily enough. Um, we used to have a school video club that would play movies at lunch times so you would see the first half of the movie the first day and then you go back the next day and you see the rest of the movie and um i would have been in the first year at secondary school or high school and like you saw this in school (laughs) yeah yeah i was seven years old and um yeah they used to show lots of films i mean they they showed uh dawn of the dead the uncut version um which i think was only re-released in sort of late 90s um, zombie flesh eaters. Uh, they had uh, Slithis and uh, an alien as well. And um, basically, they all gave the kids nightmares. And uh, after a while, they had to shut the uh, the video club down. And the video club was run in the science block. Um, and and the teachers uh, got into some trouble there. But um, it's it's a while back. And I think if it happened these days, certainly in in the UK with all the kind of rule, all the PC rules and regulations we have now. Um, it would probably make the press, the Daily Mail or something. Teachers would get sacked for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, too right. Um, but yeah, but needless to say, we all had nightmares for weeks, maybe even months, and um, it certainly affected me in that way. Um, and then I kind of forgot about it, as you do. And then um, I remember Aliens came out, and uh, I kind of, I kind of got these flashbacks to when I'd, I'd been younger and had, um, and had these nightmares. But of course, my fascination was peaked, and um, I saw aliens. And um, I mean, I think I, I, when I saw Alien, I did appreciate, even though I was kind of terrified by it, um, because it was so, because um, it was so unusual. I mean, it literally is an alien film. There's that, there's nothing like it, you know. I mean, uh, and I think, as most of us know, that's down to uh, you know Giga really, his design uh, aesthetic, and. Um, it's one of those films that's, you know, always a curiosity for people, uh, irrespective of the chestburster scene and, and uh, a lot of the other great stuff that's in it, just because it's so weird. And um, I think it kind of made it, left its mark on me for that reason as well. Um, and then, yeah, I saw Aliens and uh, that was pretty creepy as well at the time, I thought. Um, and it really went from there. You know, I think... Um, I wasn't really big into the franchise back then. I don't suppose you could really call it a franchise so much. I think Alien 3 came out, and like a lot of people, I was disappointed with that. Um, but between that and the fourth movie, 
I really got interested. That's around the time you started to have a lot of garage kits come out, models, things like that. Um, and conventions started to spring up and events and things like that. Um, also around the time of the birth of the internet, I suppose, you know, the Giga site went online. Um, and it all went from there, didn't it? You know, including your site, of course, and, you know, and other sites like the Aliens Legacy and Aliens Experience. So, um, I think, um, it all happened from, from that point and all of a sudden everybody was reminded of why they loved Aliens. So I think that's how I fell in love with it. Right, Mikey, I'm just going to interrupt now before you go for your next one. Because I think it's probably about time we tell them the particular reason for having uh, ADC on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, um, he's, well, he's, he's involved in quite a few bits, which we'll probably touch on lightly at some point during this one. But the main one is he's organising an upcoming convention in the UK. Um, 25 Years of Aliens. Um, obviously celebrating the 25th anniversary of Aliens release and he's one of the main organisers of it so we've asked him to come on and talk to us as those of you that are visiting are really noticing I really am plugging it at the moment because I really want to help make this thing be a success so Andy, oh ADC, sorry I can't I always slip into first name right, um, <laughs> ADC is on to talk to us about it so, Mikey, I'll let you get on with it. Sorry about that, guys. I got into it, and I forgot about why he was here. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, ADC, in what way has the franchise actually like affected your life? Well, big time, really. I mean, I think like a lot of people, um, you want to get involved in some way. That might be uh, what you guys do. You know, you build a really cool internet forum or, or even just become part of the forum or, or a website and you kind of find your aliens identity in quote marks there somehow, you know. I mean, for me, it was um, I'm a filmmaker and um, I always wanted to kind of give something back. So, and I thought, well, what could I do? So I made a documentary, really. And um, all the document, everything's been done with, with aliens, really, in terms of documentaries and books and things like that. So, you know, what can you do? Um, and nobody had made uh, a fan documentary or, or a documentary about fans. Um, so I set out to make uh, a documentary there. Now, since I actually set out to do one, uh, Dennis Lowe kind of picked me to the post. Um, but my documentary is very different um, because it's I, I wanted it to be something that would really kind of get seen on, on TV or on uh, or on, a you know, an official release of some kind. Um, so I, I, I couldn't just have people talking about why they got into the franchise or what models they've made, that kind of stuff. Had to be a little bit more entertaining than that. So um, I kind of centred on some of the guys that did costuming and um, who also um, have made it part of their sort of aliens life, if you like, to make connections with the cast and crew and present them awards and things like that. So really it was a documentary. It was my way of, of giving something back to the uh, to the franchise. And, um, and I've been doing it for nearly four years now. It's been a you know, a massive long haul, really, because, you know, I did it with no money. Um, I mean, I make films professionally. I, I do like a lot of corporate videos, uh, things like that. Kind of quite boring stuff, really. Um, occasionally I do some exciting stuff like rock videos and, and things and short films. Um, but for the last few years, the Aliens documentary has been my real sort of pet project. And I've had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, and hopefully that when when people see it, that they'll see that, you know, um, 
it will show them a bit of the world of us fans. You know, that, that's the whole objective behind it. So. Right, so I only really knew you from from this documentary. I mean, uh, I, I was only really aware of you through, you know, the film productions you've been doing, such as, um, you know, the We Are We Are One and, and yeah. Alien Encounters. So I was, I was pretty surprised when I saw you announce the convention. Um, how how did you end up becoming involved in it? Well, yeah, I mean, what happened was I got involved in two thousand and six. Um, what happened was um, I kind of reached a point in my life which was a bit traumatic. I'd, I'd, I'd been with a woman for years, and that had all gone horribly wrong. And I needed uh, something to sort of take my mind off of that. So I hadn't thought of doing a documentary at this time, but there was uh, an aliens. Uh, not really an aliens convention, but there was an event going on at the National Space Centre in Leicester, organised by the Aliens Legacy, and I was part of that group, that that website. That that's a costuming um, website mainly. Um, and basically, there's another group called the uh, UK Garrison, who are Star Wars costumers. A lot of those guys had Colonial Marine costumers, uh, costumes, sorry. And um, we all got together on the Aliens Legacy and basically put together this event at the National Space Centre. Now, one of the, uh, I think that uh, one of the people running the, the the UK garrison at the time, that's the Star Wars costuming group, was a woman named uh, Malika Andres. Now, she's the uh, one of the events coordinators at the National Space Centre in Leicester. And so she puts on a lot, a lot of events throughout the year, uh, Doctor Who events, things like that, um, you know, where you get stars going to the, uh, these mini conventions, signing autographs, things like that. And they have uh, a place at the National Space Center known as the Challenger Suite, which was it's like an educational building where children go in during the week, school kids. And there's a mini mission control and there's a mini lab. And it's basically to teach them uh, the operations of a working mission control, if you like. So everybody from the Aliens Legacy and UK Garrison went down there and basically said, hold on a minute, we could, this is a, a lot like uh, an installation from Aliens, the movie. So how about we do an Aliens event where we base it on Alien War, which most people, most of your uh, listeners will probably be familiar with, and we'll put on something similar. We'll, we'll have a crack at that. So that's what we did. That was in 2006. Now, at the time, I had two Alien costumes. I had an old costume from Alien War, which I had acquired sort of late 90s, and since then, and very recently at that time, 2006, I bought parts for another costume from eBay. So I had two alien costumes, and there was another couple of guys there who had alien costumes as well. So we had four aliens. We had, I think, 15. No, we had more than that. We had about 25 guys as Marines. Uh, and anyone else who didn't have a costume would put a white lab coat on, which they had at the Space Center, and they would be lab rats or mission control workers. Uh, and it all went from there, really. And, um, you know, some of the guys made, who are graphic designers, they made um, sort of identity boards and graphics and things like that. We had, like, uh, flash videos on the on the computer screens because the mission control room uh, is all has working screens and consoles. So it looks real. So you go in there and it all looks pretty real. Um, so the idea was we'd have an, a Weyland-Yutani installation and the public would basically form a queue outside and a Marine would take you in. You'd have a 10 minute. And this is this is how the event is at the moment. So the event's known as the Alien Encounter. And so and this is going to be at the convention in September uh, on both days. It lasts for about, I think, 
17 minutes, the whole thing. You get when you get like a sort of six or seven minute briefing and a short video about the kind of work that they do there at Whaling Utani. Uh, and then uh, Professor Carabas, who's the head uh, research scientist there, will take you into the uh, uh, the operations room where you'll see all the scientists at consoles monitoring uh, the alien eggs which they have at that facility. So this is the story. Um, of course, you're in there for a few minutes and you're listening to the professor basically tell you what exactly the work they're doing is. Uh, and then the alarms go off and all hell breaks loose. Marines appear and all of a sudden it's like, rush, let's get out of this building. Uh, and in order to get out of the building, you have to go a certain way. And uh, some of the obstacles that will confront you on that way uh, are aliens. And uh, yeah, they tend to jump out. Yeah. So basically you're just thrown into it. And for anyone that ever went to alien war, let me tell you, you know, it will uh, it'll make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up with fear because it was quite a scary ride. And we've got lots of stuff going on. We've got flash bombs. We've got uh, strobe lights, uh, heavy smoke. Uh, it's, it's the nearest thing, near as you can get to actually being in the movie. Uh, and that's actually a quote um, f- straight from the, the mouth of Trevor Stephen, who played Wisbowski in Aliens. Um, so that's what it's like. And it's it's fantastic. And um, it's only a fiver as well. So you can go through as many times as you like. Um, I think we have it's pretty much on the Saturday and Sunday. This event is running nonstop. So, you know, every 20 minutes you can go through again. Um, and I recommend anybody who comes to the convention does it because it, it really is fantastic. Right. You, you do them at the Leicester movie event as well, don't you? Yeah, well, every year there's an event at the National Space Center called Movie Mania. And it has been going on, actually, since 2006. But this year, because of the 25th anniversary of Aliens, um, we decided to make it make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And, and to answer your initial question about how I get involved, it's really because I, I made friends with uh, Malika and all the guys that are, you know, that are my mates, really, um, that have been working on this event for the last last few years. Um, I mean, the first year I was there, I, I actually filmed it, uh, and that footage appears in the documentary. And I've actually got a clip which I can uh, give to you to put on to put on your site, so people can get a, an idea uh, of what it's like. Um, it's embellished a little bit. I've put some gunfire and some special effects on there um, because without it, you don't really get without those effects, you don't really get a true sense of what it's like to go through there. Yeah, because you're not you're not experiencing it in the flesh, are you? Now, obviously, there isn't real gunfire effects when you're in there, but we have strobe lights, and, uh, and but the sound is so loud, and the lights are blazing, and it, you feel like you're there, and you feel like you're experiencing gunfire, and, and you're definitely experiencing smoke and, and a little bit of fear, and all that kind of stuff. And even if you're not, I mean, none of us are scared by the alien movies anymore, obviously. We've seen them too many, too many times and everything, but as soon as you go in there, as an Aliens fan, you suspend your disbelief. And uh, and that's what makes it work. So I guarantee anyone that watches and appreciates the movies will appreciate um, the Alien Encounter event. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go real bad. <laughs> and that's only one small part of it. So uh, how much effort goes into uh, organizing that convention? Oh, boy, a lot. Let me tell you. I mean, um, yeah, it's it. There's a lot to organize. We've got some fantastic guests there. We've got five cast members. Um, we've actually got sixth, um, 
tentatively booked in. He's just been, um, uh, he, he's just signed on to a movie. So he thinks he can't do it now, but there's a chance he'll be there on the Saturday. I can't say who it is, uh, for contractual reasons and his agent will probably send hitmen after me and stuff. Um, but we are hoping to have a, a sixth guest there on the Saturday. Um, because the movie's been shot in England and he thinks he can get the day off, but I won't know till about three days before the event. So, um, but that would be good. So that's another cast member. But we've already got Rico Ross, uh, Cynthia Scott, Trevor Stephen, Daniel Cash and Colette Hiller, all Colonial Marines. They're going to be there. We've got um, Terry English, who designed the Colonial Marine armor for Aliens and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, he did the uh, Mr. Freeze armor for Batman. He He worked on Gladiator on uh, Clash of the Titans uh, recently, um, and probably most famously, he worked, He did the armour on Excalibur, and, you know, all of that stuff, which is just fantastic work if you've seen that. If you've not seen Excalibur, then, then go see it, because it's a, it's, a, it's a brilliant um, fantasy uh, film, uh, and it's on DVD, I think, so. Yes, definitely on DVD, so. So we've got Terry English there, and um, he's absolutely fantastic. He's actually going to have a stand there as well, with original uh, the original Hudson armor, amongst the other things. Um, and back in the day, he actually made miniature armor sets, uh, uh, you know, of the Marine armor, which is kind of a little bit odd. Do you remember that little guy in Blade Runner uh, in uh, Sebastian's house, uh, J.S. Uh, Sebastian? Um, and the, when you first go into his apartment, um, yeah. there's, there's a little guy who kind of marches around. He, he's like a robot toy. Um, with the armor's about that size, so Terry English has got this miniature armor, which is exactly it's, it's exactly the same as the full size Hudson armor. So you'll see that, and then you'll see the miniature armor next to it, which is a real sort of curiosity for a you know for a real sort of geeky fan. Um, but it's it's definitely something to see. Um, but he's got a bunch of stuff there, and also he did the stuff for Alien Three. You know the um, at the end of the film when you see the, that stuff. that's right, yeah, he's got all that and. Um, so it's it's great stuff to see, and you know, go over to his stand, say hello. Um, he'll sign autographs for free and everything, and he's he's got some drawings there which you can you can buy and stuff. Uh, and he's just a lovely guy, and he'll happily chat to you. And um, he's a, he's just a, a real great guy. Get some pictures with him; he's he's pretty cool. Um, on top of that, we've got the um, some of the effects guys that worked on on Aliens. We've got Steve Begg. Uh, and Chrissy Overs. Now, Steve Begg, he, he, I mean, he's kind of a, a well-known effects guy. He's done a few Aliens conventions in the past. He did the 99 convention at Shepparton, and he's quite well-known. Uh, Chrissy Overs, she actually sculpted the Alien Queen, or was one of the sculptor, sculptors, I should say, on the Alien Queen. Um, and they're gonna, they're, they're on a panel with Christopher Trice, who worked on AVP, who was, uh, one of the model makers on that. Um, so he's going to be doing a panel with those guys. Um, so that should be quite interesting. Um, what else we got? Oh, yeah. Uh, Harry Harris. Um, if you don't know who Harry Harris is uh, in, in, in the fan community, then um, do a Google on him. He's got um, and it's not the general Harry Harris either um, in the U.S. Army. Uh, it's Harry Harris. He of the Harry Harris Aliens Collection and Archive. Um, basically, he's got a massive collection of uh, screen used costumes and props from that movie um, and, and all sorts of kind of obscure stuff. Uh, like, for instance, he's, he's actually got the little trike that the kid 
actually kind of uh, pedals down the you know the uh, the corridor in the director's cut. Uh, you know, so there's some great stuff there. And, and again, you know, he's a great guy to talk to, um, good mate of mine. Um, and, you know, just go up to him, say hello. He'll show you everything he's got. And, you know, quite often he'll, he'll, he'll let you hold a piece and stuff like that. So, um, it's, it's not like you've got to, um, uh, just stand back and look at stuff, you know, go there, speak to these people, get involved, uh, and get engaged, you know, engage these people because, you know, they'll let you hold some of this stuff and, uh, uh, you know, and a touch it, and and that's what you want at the, at the end of the day. You know, it's um, it's a bit of movie history, and uh, to an alien or aliens fan, it's all, it's all, it's just amazing to be there and to see this stuff in the flesh. How long did you say it's been in the making at uh, this convention? About three years, was it? Well, no, not not really. No, I mean, uh, I think somebody said that on a website, and it's not quite accurate. I think what they meant by that, that um, in a sense, it has because we started the. Uh, uh, I think you mentioned earlier the Movie Mania uh, events that the National Space Center does every year. Yeah. There's actually one this year in November. Um, there probably won't be an alien encounter in this year's one because we're doing it now. It's part of this sort of aliens exclusive convention. But usually, you know, there's an alien encounter um, at the Movie Mania. A Movie Mania comprises everything, as the title suggests. You know, you'll have Batman, you'll have Star Wars, you all these guys that, that wear these amazing costumes. And and the thing to say about that is if you go to um, Comic-Con in Earl's Court or some of these, you know, big showmasters conventions, uh, which are all great, by the way, there's lots of costumers there. And, is that, you know, in, in the Star Wars universe, there's, there's a few different groups and clubs. Um, but a movie mania um, is exclusively the UKG or the UK garrison. And the difference between those guys and the, the rest of the Star Wars costumers is that, is that they belong to what's known as the 501st Legion, which is personally endorsed by uh, George Tinker in Lucas. Um, and what that means is, is that they've got a certain um, uh, sort of quality control um, over the uh, the sort of, you know, uh, the, the sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, authenticity of the costumes. In other words, if your costume's not up, not really, really good, not up to scratch, then, then you can't wear it. You can't represent that group. So when you go to Movie Mania, all the costumes are really good, whether it be Star Wars or, or, or Aliens or Chronicles of Riddick, even they do everything, believe me. Uh, so they're really good events. They're really professional. And, um, these guys work, you know, sort of year round, making money for charity. Um, I should give a special mention to the uh, uh, the UKCM, which who are the uh, the United Kingdom Colonial Marines, um, because basically they're the guys that are running this event. Um, so the alien encounter will be everyone you see in there, whether they're an alien uh, or a, a marine or a lab rat, with with the exception of um, the odd member, which is uh, UKG, uh, U- UK Colonial Marines. Um, and basically what they do, they're a costuming group that raise a lot of money for charity by appearing at these events. And basically they love dressing up as Marines and uh, chasing aliens around. And, um, you know, it, it's funny because um, Stormtroopers are always popular. But I think when, when I've seen these, um, when I've been at these events, it's always the alien is the most popular costume. People love the alien. Kids are a little bit scared. Uh but they love having their picture taken with their that women kind of jump around and scream uh, and just adults love it in general. That's probably the, the most popular costume that I've seen. And everyone working at this convention is part of the UKCM. 
um, whether on the display stalls um, or in the alien encounter itself or, you know, um, I should say as well, there's a couple of other things going on, uh, one of which is worth catching called the bug hunt. Uh, and what that is, it's it's mainly designed for kids. Um, uh, we're not expecting a million kids there, but usually at the Space Centre, because it's a family venue, you get a few kids there. So they've designed this event where you have um, an alien kind of on the loose and the kids are giving clues to where it could be. The Space Centre is quite, quite a big place. Uh, and there's lots of nooks and crannies and there's there's it's kind of there's a couple of levels um there's plenty of places for the alien to to hide out um so the kids basically go on this kind of little adventure with some of the uh marine supervising to find to find the aliens um now we, we did this a few years ago and, it, and it's in my, in my documentary where Trevor Stephen uh, when he first came to one of these events I think it was 2007 he actually got dressed up in one of the guy's armor uh, costumes. So, which is brilliant because here's a guy from the movie actually getting dressed up in the armor. And we didn't even ask him. It was just something that he wanted to do. It didn't even occur to any of us to, to ask him to put this stuff on. So he put the armor on and he grabbed the pulse rifle. Um, and he went up to this sort of, uh, elevated platform, one story up. And basically captured the alien, and we must have had three hundred people below watching, uh, just applauding and screaming, you know, as he captured this alien. And uh, as he said afterwards, he'd waited twenty five years to to do this. So we've got that thing going on again. So you're actually going to see a cast member. You're going to see the long lost missing Wisbowski return and kick Mm -hmm. alien ass once and for all. So that's going to be something to see. That's going to be fun. And uh, and I've got to say, if if you see Trevor Stephen there, just go up to him, say hello. He's the nicest guy you could ever meet. He he really is. And um, and he's been in a whole bunch of other movies as well. He's in Children Children of Men and Snatch, and he's he's well known in the industry. And uh, he's a great guy. And he's massive as well. He's kind of six foot five and six foot five wide. You know, so uh, it's uh. He's a, great, he's a great person to meet. He really is. All right. Uh, now that we've talked about the alien encounter and the Harry Harris display <clears throat> and all those other uh, freaking awesome events that I wish I could go to, uh, uh, is there going to be any other typical attractions like photo sessions and guest panels and stuff like that? Yeah there, is, yeah, there is. Um, there will um, be photo sessions with all of the cast members. So, you know, you basically go there and, uh, you know, have a picture, as you would any convention, you know. So if you want a picture of the stars, then, you know, you get one of those. Now, obviously, there's a fee for that, um, but we're trying to keep the cost down as much as possible. In fact, um, I think I should mention right away that unlike other conventions, this isn't a money-making enterprise at all. What we're doing is all the proceeds from this convention are going to a charity called MediCinema, and I, w- I won't waffle on about this for too much, but basically what they do is people who are in hospital that can't get to the cinema to see a movie. Medi Cinema takes the films to them. So next year, for instance, in June, when Prometheus comes out, Medi Cinema will be taking that film into hospitals for sick people to see. Which, if you think about it, it's, it's an amazing thing because, mm-hmm. you know, if you were at Death's Door or, or whatever and you knew that and you knew Prometheus was out, you know, you'd, you'd want to see it, wouldn't you? So 
for me, that that was reason alone for picking that charity. Um, so that's a really cool thing. So it's not a money making venture. It's all the money's going to uh, going to charity. Um, but yeah, so we got we got photo sessions. So you can have basically a professionally shot picture as you do at any convention with these guys, and then you can go get it signed or or whatever you want to do with it. If you if you can't afford signatures, that's not a problem as well. Sorry, not signatures, photos. Uh, that's not a problem as well. You can you can get a signature. I mean, we'll have pictures there as you usually do at a convention. You let you pick a photograph, pay you ten pound, um, and then you'll get that signed. Um, but you could you can have a picture taken at the desk with them as well. You know, so you can give a camera to the person behind you or your friend or someone, and you can have a picture there at the desk with you know, Trevor or Rico or, or Colette or Cynthia or whoever. Um, so, you know, we're trying to make it as, because there's five of them, we understand that, you know, um, it adds up, you know, and not everybody's got money to, to buy, you know, every kind of signature or whatever. So we're making it as easy as possible for people to uh, get as much value as they can, uh, you know, from the day. What about general prices for the event? Okay, yeah. Um, how it works is this. Uh, the Space Centre's... Uh, an amazing venue. I mean, in, in itself, it's kind of like uh, a mini, like uh, Kennedy Space Center. I mean, let, let, let's not overblow it. Kennedy's amazing. I've been there. Um, and this is obviously a lot smaller. But, you know, you've got real rockets and things like that. And there's a Soyuz capsule in there. It's quite an amazing place. And it's worth seeing in itself. There's even a, a 360, uh, 180 degree dome cinema in there. We're actually having some of the uh, some of the talks. Um, so it's a great place in its own right. Now, when you go on the Saturday... Right. What you want to do, you go in and you tell them that you're there for the aliens convention and just ask for a weekend upgrade. What that means is it's the same price as a usual ticket, which is uh, I think it's 13 pounds. It might be 14, but I'm pretty sure it's 13. I should know this. Uh, it's 13. It's 13. Yeah, definitely. I'll just check the fly. It's 13 pounds. And you just say, I want an upgrade to an annual pass. And what that does, that means just by purely asking for that upgrade, it's a tax thing in the UK. I know it's a stupid tax law. What you do, what they can do, basically, is that if legally you request an upgrade, that means that they can donate a percentage of that £13 ticket fee to charity. It also means that they can upgrade that ticket to an annual pass, which means any time in the next year you can go in there free. So if you don't live too far away, it's great. You, you can just go as many times as you like. It also means you get the second day of the convention free as well. So that's where it's that's where it's interesting to us, you know. Um, so it's thirteen pound for the for the whole thing. Um, the only extras would be obviously if you want an autograph or a photo, that's that's extra. Um, the alien counter is five pounds, which is pretty cheap by any standards really for what it is. Um, I think we've got actually I think there's thirty actors involved in that whole thing. So that gives you an example. So for fiver. That's, that's pretty damn good. Um, and then all the talks are included in the ticket price, except the main cast talk where we're asking everybody to throw one pound into a bucket um, just for, for the charity when they go into the cast talks. Um, so we think that's pretty good. I mean, if you compare it to anywhere else, then it's it's a winner. You know? Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about the Prometheus panel that we got going on. Yeah, right, the Prometheus panel. Yeah, that's you, Aaron, isn't it, mate? Yeah, that be me, my big debut, public debut. Yeah, it's a big up for the AVP uh, Galaxy Boys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, we've got that on the Saturday and the Sunday. I mean, pretty much all, all the, the events 
are mirrored on both days. In other words, if you can't make it on the Saturday, go on the Sunday and vice versa. If you can go on the Saturday, I guarantee you won't, you'll want to be there on a Sunday. You won't want to go home because it's that good. It's going to be that much fun. Um, and also in the evening, there's a dinner, which we're going to, I'll, I'll talk to you about that in a minute. Um, but the first, I think, yeah, doors open at 10 o'clock on Saturday. And then at 11 o'clock, we got this um, Prometheus panel. Um, we scheduled for half an hour on that. But, you know, we, we may overrun a little bit. That's not a problem. Uh, so we've got Aaron, uh, Corporal Hicks, are you good self, sir? Um, and then we've got, uh, Chris Fowler from um, Alien Prequel News, who's a, who's a nice guy and uh, very knowledgeable about Prometheus, as as you guys are as well. Um, and we've got Ian Nathan from Empire Magazine, who's just published a book. Um, well, he hasn't published it, actually. He's written it. He's just written a book called The Alien Vault, um, which I highly recommend. It's about the making of Alien, and it's a great book, um, and it comes in a box, and inside the book... There's lots of things you can take out, like schematics and plans, and uh, uh, there's some really great, there's some great stuff in there. Uh, and actually, there's quite a few sort of photos which are sort of hitherto unseen, which he's got directly from Fox themselves. He's kind of been through the archive and pulled out a few, a few pics. So uh, I recommend that. Anyway, he's written that, and he's going to be on the panel as well. Um, I'm going to be hosting that panel, and really, we're going to be talking about um, Prometheus and what we know about it. Um, I have to say that Ian knows a little bit about it, and so do I, that, we, that we're that we not allowed to talk about. But having said that, um, there are going to be a couple of surprises as well, um, which I'm not going to say. Don't <laughs> want to ruin it. Oh, I'm not going to say on a, on, a, <laughs> on a podcast, which uh, some, you know... Certain people could listen to if they if they if they got access to it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have a few special things there. I mean, to be honest, like there's been a lot of leaked pictures. Has there been a lot? I don't know. There's been a few leaked pictures, and we've mm-hmm. seen some trailer snapshots and things like that. Bottom line is everybody's hungry for what they get. You know, we all want a piece of this pie. You know, I, I'm kind of a little bit divided myself because, you know, uh, temptation is too much. I know I can't resist it. when something goes online. I I'm going I'm to look at it at the same time. I kind of wish that I had had the self-discipline to stay away because I want the movie to just be such a fresh experience, as, as I'm sure we all do. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all suckers for it, aren't we? And, uh, you know, and, it's, and, and you know, it's, it's great fun to talk about. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day, like this time next year, we would have all seen the movie probably a few times, some of us. And. I think it's kind of a golden age. It's a mini golden age between now and the release of the movie because because we're all so excited about it and and it's just fun, you know. And this is where websites like AVP Galaxy, you know, uh, really come into their own because um, you just want to find out stuff and it's just that excitement and the and the discussion and the debate and all that kind of stuff which. Uh, just keeps you going back to the forums and uh, bashing away at your keyboard and all that kind of stuff. And I just think it's a lot of fun. And, and you know, you get a lot of, sort of positive energy from people uh, around that. And I think, um, you know, um, you know, on the one hand, you know, I, I really Scott doesn't want any of this stuff to get out and you can blame him. And, um, you know, I hope if people do get kind of access to certain pictures or whatever, that they, they can kind of, regulate themselves enough not to, to put anything too spoilerish out there. I don't think anything we've had so far is too, is over the top spoilerish. 
you know, it's it, it's a bit of a, a tunnel or a, or a bit of a set or, you know, some iffy screen grabs or whatever. You know, there's no major spoilers in there yet. And I think um, if if it carries on that way, that's that's cool because you get a glimpse, but you don't get too much. So I'm, I'm hoping it goes that way. And I'm hoping that when a trailer does come out, they don't do what Paul Anderson does. And, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure they won't because obviously Ridley Scott uh, knows what he's doing. And I hope they don't put out a mini featurette where they show all the best bits or a trailer or something because... You know, but by the time I actually got around to seeing AVP, I felt like I'd seen all the best bits of the movie in the trailer and, and stuff, which mm. is, which is a shame. But um, it's Ridley Scott, and uh, you know, obviously he won't he won't make that 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 silly mistake. Um, but yeah, I you know I think that sort of the vibe going around the forums of the interest in the movie and the Facebook pages and all that is is a lot of fun, and uh, I think it will be fun on the day to have this panel and to see what you guys think about it and you know to maybe see a couple of things we haven't seen before there and, and what we're going to do all the i'm going to be filming all the panels i mean i'll have a crew of people with me to film all these panels professionally so we won't have anybody you won't be able to video any of these panels you'll be able to take pictures of stills and stuff but you won't be able to video any panels um because what we can do is actually put this stuff online couple of months after the event so that everyone that couldn't make the event like mikey you know people in other countries will be able to see all these talks you know with good sort of uh audio and video quality so um because from me from my point of view this convention has always been about bringing it to as many fans as possible you know so anyone that can get there that's why we we've got the word out and aaron you've done a, a brilliant job i must say mate of of getting the word out there as well thank we you, want as many you. people to be part of this many fans as possible to get something from this and for those that can't make it these panels will be online so you'll be able to watch them on video um which hopefully will be some some small consolation so we've got like six potential cast guests several additional behind the scenes people latest being charlie i don't know i'm not even gonna bother trying to um pronounce his surname um how how do you pick your guests um you know what sort of selection goes on there well i mean the first thing to say is we've got a real limited budget with this one you know i mean that that's for sure there was never any case of approaching sigourney or someone like that you know or even lance hendrickson i mean from what from what i've heard i don't know if this is true but you know to get lance hendrickson at convention and you know he only does the big ones it, it costs 60 grand you know so he'll do dragon con and he'll do, um, you know, Comic Con for Jason Joyner's Showmaster events. In fact, I was on the Showmasters website today, and uh, so Jason Joyner and Showmasters—they're the guy that guys that put on. He's the guy in the company that puts on most of the events in the UK. He's kind of got it sewn up, really. And uh, on his forum today, he was—he had a list of names on there. He was asking people what they would be willing to pay for certain autographs of certain people, and one of the people on there was Ian Holm. And I think his autograph was £45. So he'd obviously, he'd obviously put that on there. Now, this is the thing. Jason's put it on there because he knows in order to get Ian Holm, that's what he'll have to charge to pay Holm's fee. So it's not cheap to get these people. A lot of people, as it turns out, want Ian Holm because he's not done one before, apparently. And he's getting older and all this kind of stuff. And a couple of years ago, he had cancer and all this kind of thing. So, so there's a lot of people that pay that. You know, um, Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, so to get to the bigger stars, yeah, it, it's it's expensive. So, you know, 
I mean, in, in a way, we're kind of blessed because Aliens, to a lot of us, is just this amazing film. And uh, I mean, Aliens always going to be the bigger film. And it's, it's my sort of personal favourite. But I think um, Aliens is pretty close um, it, to my mind anyway. I still think it's an amazing film. Um, and, you know, a lot of the cast um, are not as well known as, say, the Alien cast. It was a much bigger cast, obviously. And, um, you know, apart from your Bill Paxton's and Sigourney Weaver's and, and Michael Bean's and Lance's, you know, you, you know, the, the, the other cast are, are, are attainable, you know, and um, it still costs money to get them, obviously, and, and to make deals and stuff. Um, but I think uh, I think the reason they're doing it is because they're passionate about it and because they wanted to be part of this 25th anniversary celebration. Um, and another example is, is Charles uh, de Lozarica, who who's basically the uh, he's a, you know, a, a well-known director and uh, producer who he's the man responsible for the alien anthology and the alien quadrilogy before it and also the the um blade runner special editions and he he's done so much work for the uh, for you know for aliens fans really with with the the dvd and the blu-ray box sets uh you know you just uh, i mean so much work really um so to have him is brilliant he's going to do a making of the anthology panel behind the scenes and talk about stuff so if you want to ask him if you want to know what didn't go on there that he wanted to put on there what's left over to go on to the next one if there is a next one all that kind of stuff then he'll be there to answer those kind of questions and he's a fascinating guy he's just done a, a feature film himself his debut movie which has uh ron perlman in from alien resurrection so he's kind of making the step up now to hollywood director so He's a very interesting guy to talk to. He knows all of the movies inside out. He can tell you stories about the directors. He works very closely with Ridley Scott. And in fact, he told me the other day he's just submitted his first featurette uh, for Prometheus, the behind the scenes to Fox. And they really liked it. Um, so it's good to know that he's he's the man that's going to be in charge of all the extras uh, on the Prometheus release, not that that's any will be of any surprise to anybody listening, mm-hmm. but um, it's, again, it's just good to know. So, uh, and and the thing about Charlie is, is that um, I didn't actually invite him to this event. I mean, he's out in Los Angeles, and uh, a few weeks ago, I was approached by uh, Empire, uh, and they asked me could I help them with alien guests on their alien panel at the big screen event, and uh, one of the people I said, uh, yeah, so I approached Charlie. I said, hey, do you want to come over and do this? Empire. Well, actually, I asked him if he was going to be in the UK because I obviously Ridley Scott will be editing Prometheus now. Well, so I thought apparently he's uh, somewhere else, isn't he? Um, Spain. Spain, really, yeah. And um, but I thought, well, he might be in September. Presumably he'll be editing and maybe Charlie will be filming some of that. So uh, uh, as it turned out, he, he said, no, he was going to be in Los Angeles working on uh, uh, Transformers 3 features for Michael Bay. Um, but he's and he said he would love to do the Empire thing, but he won't be able to make it. But he would love to do ours. He'd love to do the Alien Encounters 25 Years of Aliens convention. And I was like, well, that's great. That's that's really good. Um, and you know, um, and all credit to him. You know, um, he was willing to fly himself over if we took care of everything else for him, which is brilliant. You know, because um, never expected to get him. So it's a, it's really really good to have him there. So that's one of the panels I'm most looking forward to I think just because his knowledge of the franchise is mm-hmm. he's really second to none he's probably got a, a you know a broader knowledge of the franchise than anyone else I mean he's seen stuff in the Fox archives literally uh, the dailies the rushes from the stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor that nobody has seen since uh, 
you know, Cameron and the editor uh, and the producer back in the day. He's seen all that stuff. And that goes for all the movies. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good one. So uh, do you think we'll be uh, seeing any other Aliens conventions uh, in the future? Well, here's the funny thing. The other day, I actually dug out a program from the the last proper Aliens convention, in the UK at least. I don't know if there's been any in the States, probably. But in the UK, the last one was in 1999. I mean, we've had these movie mania events that I talked about earlier uh, with the UKCM um, where they've put on the alien encounter and, you know, had prop displays and things like that. And Harry Harris has had his collection there. But they've never been called aliens conventions before. You know, we've had like maybe one or two guests. One year we had Trevor Steedman and Ian White from, uh, you know, the Predator from AVP movies. Um but that they weren't like proper conventions. We didn't have that much in the way of talks and things like that. But they've been the nearest thing to it. So God bless the National Space Centre and the UKCM for putting, for putting those things on. Really, this is the first proper full-blown aliens convention since uh, 99. Um, and I was looking at the programme. And hold on a second, I'm just going to pick it up. And, you know, it's good to know that sort of things are moved on a bit because I mean that year they had Colette Hiller was there actually that's the last time she did a convention I think she's done a signing once somewhere but uh, Ralph Brown from Alien 3 he was there um, but that was it and um, I think we had uh, and we had Steve Begg I said we I had nothing to do this convention I was just a punter I, I got to point that out but they had Steve Begg there and I love, uh, Lee uh, Brimicone Wood, who wrote the uh, Aliens uh, Colonial Marines Technical Manual, he was there. Um, and they had a couple of guys from Alien War, which I think had just closed fairly recently at that time. Um, and that was a one-day event at Shepperton uh, Studios, Shepperton Hotel next to the studios. So that was pretty good, but nowhere near on the scale of what we're doing this year at the National Space Centre. And uh, I mean, the fact that we've got the alien encounter there, which is basically Alien War, um, I think that that really kind of makes it really. Um, and on top of that, of course, we've got things I haven't mentioned, like um, we've got masses of display tables and things like that. So there's a lot of um, things to see in terms of, uh, you know, models and sculptures, alien heads, uh, pulse rifles. Uh, we've got things like um, uh, sentry guns, uh, like a, a moving sentry gun, a whole bunch of stuff, really, really cool stuff. And on top of that, things like books and just anything you can think of, really, that a fan might be interested in. you got it all there. And, and if you see the, the UKCM in their marine costumes and you think, well, I wouldn't mind a pulse rifle, I wouldn't mind a, a costume, just ask one of them about it and, um, you know, they'll tell you how to get involved and, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun to dress up in this stuff for a lot of people. So, you know, give it a go. Okay, on at the end of the day, on the... Um, I should say as oh, well... Oh, yeah, the dinner. We forgot the dinner, didn't we? Yeah, well, there's a couple of things, actually, so I'll be really brief, because, as I said, I, I can talk like, like <laughs> that. <laughs> but, but anyway, we've got um, a, a panel with the cast on a sat- on the Saturday and the Sunday um, for an hour, again, could overrun, which is at 2.30 on both days, where we've got the five cast members in the 180-degree Dome Cinema, which is a really cool room. We're going to film the panel, uh, they'll take your questions, and they'll just talk about, really reflect on their memories. And also, it's a reunion. A lot of these people have seen each other since the film. And this is the amazing thing, really. And this was, for me, what I learned. I kind of learned what my documentary was about, you know, halfway through it. And what that is, is it was about us fans, you know, people like you, people like me, us fans bringing the cast together for these reunions. And that's the kind of, that's the really cool thing about it. So we'll have this cast panel and these people will meet for the first time in 25 years. 
So that's that's quite a cool thing. At the end of the day on the Saturday, we've got a screening of uh, the Alien Encounters documentary, which is about the whole fandom mm-hmm. um, and includes a bit about previous events that we've done. Uh, and then on the Sunday, we've got a screening of Aliens Epilogue by Darren Kemp. That's going to be shown. I know a lot of people are interested in that. So there's so much stuff. The only thing I'd be concerned about is like, how are you going to see it all, to be honest? Um, it's like you're going to have to hold your breath, you know, just to take it all in. Oh, yeah. And I think the last thing to mention was on the Saturday night. Now, this really is a once in a lifetime opportunity. We're having a dinner. So if you come to the event and you fancy having dinner with a cast, that's what we're going to do. There's a part of the space station, which is the rocket tower, which ain't called that for nothing. Basically, there's like uh, three you know, uh, 90 foot tall rockets in this tower. Below it, we've got tables, which becomes a restaurant at night. And we've got an evening meal there and you can book uh, a ticket for the meal. I think there's details on your website, Aaron, in the forum, isn't there? Yeah, it's on the the convention thread. So come down to that. We're going to do some presentations to the guests for the 25th anniversary. And there's going to be speeches and stuff like that. And it's going to be really cool. So come down, have dinner with the guests on the Saturday night, get drunk and just, you know, we'll have a ball. <laughs> and there's a comedian there as well, was it? I think there's going to be a comedian on for about half an hour. Yeah, so that's an, that's an added thing. But, I mean, mainly it's just going to be kind of a good laid back social, you know, have a drink. It's a three course meal. Mm. It's not cheap. It's £30. But, you know, the re- the reason for that is is um, I think two pound comes out of every meal to pay for the pay for the meals of the cast. That's how it kind of works. So um, so so it's, it's good to know that at least. Um, but the food's good, I'm assured. And it'll just be great. I mean, we'll all be there, you know, having dinner with, with the cast and um, it's going to be great. It really sounds like it's going to be a very intimate, very sociable sort of convention. I mean, um... it is. Yeah. All the lads are very friendly, as you know, Aaron. I'm bunking up with one of our boys, who I only really know from um, from our like, game nights and stuff. He's not even a well-known, active member on the forum. But I know him so well through through game nights and Xbox. And yeah. it's just, you know, a chance to meet up with all these fellow fans who you... You know the you know the username. You've you've read the posts, and it's it's a chance to finally meet them in person. And I, I think that's yeah. going to be one of the also you know really good parts of it as well, as well as all these cool features and cool events and stuff like that. You can you can look forward to meeting your buddies for you know properly for the first time. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a very good point. In in fact, um, I think uh, I don't want to keep going on banging on about my documentary, but it's, it's somebody mentions in that film and it's a good point that you know like when we started these events um the movie mania events which kind of led up to this um it was because you know we all kind of took our online relationships into the real world you know mm-hmm. and a lot of those guys that do the costuming they went out in 2008 they went out to atlanta to go to uh, the dragon dragon con convention and met up there, you know, and they'd only known, some of them had known each other for like 10 years online, never met. So all of a sudden, you know, I mean, costuming allows you to do that because it gives you an excuse to go to an event and all dress up. And so there's there's a reason for doing it more than if you didn't costume, for instance. Um, but I think that's an interesting dynamic going on there. You know, the, um, real friendships, you know, that are formed online have, have then been sort of taken into the real world. And, uh, and sort of develop further. So, I mean, last a couple of weekends ago was an example when I went with you and uh, and, and Gareth to mm-hmm. the uh, Empire 
alien panel, and we met up with uh, Dominic, uh, who's uh, <laughs> You know, you know, because because I was quite aware of him. He's been in Dennis's documentary and he's been online for years and he does a really good blog and he's an interesting guy. So it's nice to meet him. So, you know, we had some common ground. We knew a little bit about each other, as do most of us that sort of frequent forums and stuff. So it is actually great to actually be able to have an event like this. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, to meeting your guys that are coming down. I, you know, I know some of them do some some cool blogs and, and things outside of uh AVPG and stuff so mm-hmm. um, it's yeah it's great just to to meet everyone and um and and also you know um we'll have a movie maybe next year which won't be on such a large scale but there'll be an alien encounter again probably and, and this kind of thing so um uh and you know and if there's something going on in London again like the empire uh, thing I mean, there may well be a Prometheus panel next year. You never know. I mean, I'm sure those actors will start appearing at conventions from next year onwards. So rather than just go down there on your own, there'll be someone from the forum you can go down and meet and hang out with and sort of get to know a bit better. So um, I think it's a brilliant thing. All right. Well, as much as I'd really, really love to keep talking and... uh, we know how much we love to talk. ADC hey, went for several hours at that weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's about time we wrapped up. <laughs> I'm continually saying, we'll not make them long. We'll do about 20 minutes. We'll do half hour, but we keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. We love it. We love it. We love it. <laughs> so, you can't fucking roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Right. We'll do it. We'll sign off. Okay, man. It's nice talking to you guys. And I right. appreciate everything you've done to get the word out regarding the uh, convention. So, everybody, come down. You'll have a great time. Uh, I guarantee it. And it's um, 24th and 25th of September. Right. At the National Space Centre in Leicester. Nice and easy to get to, guys. And really, you've, you've got no excuse. You, you need yeah, to get down there. To, it's very easy. To, uh, it's, it's like it's not far from London on the train. I think it's an hour and a quarter. We've got people coming from Germany, people coming from Holland. So get your ass down there. Right. So um, thank you for coming on again, mate. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Right. And this is Corporal Hicks. And over there in America somewhere, is, is Mikey still with us? I'm still here. So signing off. Have a nice day, guys. <laughs>